What is wrong with you? My parents screamed at me. They were sweating, their eyes were red, and they looked like they would pop out of their sockets in any second. My dad took a step closer. Oh my god, he's gonna hit me, I thought. I was trapped on a huge sofa and there was absolutely no means of escape. He took another step and this time, his face was right in front of mine. I could feel his hot, angry breath right on my face and I started shaking. I shook so much that you'd have thought I just came out of an ice-cold bath. He looked into my eyes with his red eyes. It almost looked like he was going to cry. After looking at me for a few seconds, my mom laid a hand on his shoulder. Come into the room, sweetie. Let me get you a cup of lemon tea, she said, trying to calm him down. My dad shook his head and started following my mom into their room. As he got to the staircase, he shook his head once more and muttered a few words that changed my life forever. I can't even believe she's ours, he said, looking at my mom. Like this video if you really want to know what happens next. Subscribe and turn on post notifications because even more crazy stuff is about to come. I didn't really care that my parents were angry. I was only scared that they'd hit me. Once they left for their room, I went straight to the refrigerator, grabbed a huge box of pizza and started munching on it. I took it into my room, closed my massive doors and blasted on my speakers. So Wet by Pink was the first song to play. It was almost like my speakers read my mind. I sang along. My parents would have disowned me if they could hear what I was singing at that point after the massive scolding. You see, Fidelis, our neighbor's 17-year-old son, was a full brat. I gave him my phone to watch a short funny video on Facebook at school this morning, but Fidelis didn't bother telling me when he finished watching the video. Instead, he proceeded to my photos app and started viewing my photos. He found a few of my private pictures. I sent these pictures to my ex a few months ago when I still thought he was going to be my future husband. It's not what you think, it's just a few pictures of me giving pouty lips and blowing kisses at the camera. But do you know what that brat Fidelis did after finding my pictures? He forwarded it to everyone in class. I came into my classroom after using the restroom and everyone applauded me. Then Dylan started to speak. Nice pouty face, Susan. And with that, everyone started clapping and whistling again, including full brat Fidelis and my ex-boyfriend. I decided not to give them the reaction they were hoping for, so I simply smiled, swung my hips, and replied, You better believe it is. The whistles and applause intensified. My ex-boyfriend and Fidelis looked disappointed. They were hoping to push me to tears, but I surprised them. Luckily, my pictures never got to the school authorities, so I didn't face grave consequences. I collected my phone from Fidelis without uttering a word, then retreated to my seat. I went back home and behaved like everything was alright. Once the clock played its usual 11pm alarm, I wore all black clothes and black sneakers and then sneaked into Fidelis' house. I was armed with a few nails, a bat, and some crates of eggs. When I observed that the coast was clear, I went straight to work. I punctured the car tires of everyone in the house. Fidelis, his brother, and their parents. When I was sure that all the tires were just as flat and as empty as Fidelis' brain, I took the bat and broke the window on each car. I knew they'd soon hear the ruckus and come out to see, so I had to work fast. I threw eggs into every car until I was sure that they were all drenched. Whew. I sighed. My work was almost done and nobody had come out yet. 
Now that I was done with the eggs, I could break all the remaining windows and windscreens of all of their pathetic cars. I knew they'd wake up for sure this time, but I didn't care one bit. With all of my God-given strength, I started swinging. Fidelis' parents ran out and tried to stop me, but I think they were too scared of me to approach any closer. When they saw that they couldn't get across to me without hurting themselves, they called my parents to come and help. Fidelis' parents were just like him. Chickens! Scared of a little broken glass. My parents arrived in a few short minutes, but thankfully the deed was already done. I had achieved my goal. My parents apologized to Fidelis' parents and told them that they'd punish me while dragging me and my bleeding hands into our house. This is where you met me in the story. Punish me? I thought, yeah, right. My parents had tried every punishment possible on me, but it never stopped me from going crazy whenever I got angry. I tried everything to control my temper. My parents even registered me for therapy at one point, but the therapist annoyed me on a particular day, so I got angry and set her desk on fire right there and then. I did get arrested, but I was released quickly because I'm a minor. My parents had to pay an unreasonable amount of money for the loss of clients' files that I'd caused, so they grounded me uh, for the rest of my life. I still went out a lot, though. They just didn't know about it. After classes the next day, it was lunchtime and I went to grab my usual. As I was walking to my cool girl table, a cute, scrawny-looking nerd approached me. I heard what you did to Fidelis and his family. He started. You're a psychopath. Consider registering at a mental clinic before your case gets out of control. What? What makes this nerd think he could even talk to me? Much less give his opinion on my behavior. As he tried to walk away with his tray of food, I dragged him back by his neck and threw him onto the floor. I picked up both my food and his and emptied it on his face and body. My friends stood up from my table with their trays and emptied it on him too. Be careful who you talk to. The streets aren't nice, I said before walking away with my friends. I could hear him crying and sniffling as we walked off, but it only made us laugh harder. Turns out that the scrawny dude that I embarrassed and messed up was going to become my best friend and boyfriend eventually. I didn't know it at the time, and I wouldn't have believed it if someone else had told me. When it was almost time for our Christmas vacation, our high school hosted their signature Christmas blast. It was nothing short of amazing as usual. Somehow, I got assigned to the drink-pouring committee as one of my punishments for my usual bad behavior. I heard sobs coming from the end of the hallway. I traced the sound and walked towards the noise until I found that annoying and disrespectful scrawny-looking dude again. Hey, hey, get up. I gently tapped his shoulders. What's a man like you doing crying like a two-month-old baby? I asked. He looked up and was about to talk when he got a clear view of my face. He did a double take and almost leaped backwards before saying, Why don't you just leave me alone, psycho? You guys are all the same mentally unstable kids packed in one high school. I rolled my eyes and started leaving, but I just couldn't. I went back to where he was sitting and sat down beside him. He looked more uncomfortable than I felt. What are you doing? He asked, eyes filled with disbelief. Just tell me what happened. I tried kindly, and that was when the scrawny dude, whose name was Jude apparently, started telling me the story of his life. I was trying to be a nice person, but I was already so bored. When will he finally get to the good part? I wondered. He finally did. 
Jude had been getting bullied by a group of three senior guys for years. He did their homework, ran errands for them, cleaned up their rooms, and even did their laundry. If he ever missed a day, they'd corner him and beat him up badly. Apparently, he had to spend some time with his sister in the hospital throughout last week so he couldn't work for them. This annoyed them so much that they beat him up, broke his iPhone, and even destroyed the expensive suit he was wearing. They told him that he was being a bad boy and that he needed to change as soon as possible if he didn't want to experience that every week. Wait, what? I asked, astounded. What about their parents? Don't they know what's going on? Some of them don't know. Others know, but just don't care. He replied. Well, what about your parents? Have you told them what's going on? I can't tell them about this, Susan. They already have enough to worry about. I was fuming. But hearing my name from Jude's lips felt good. It had a nice ring to it. I have a plan. I was going to release scrawny Jude from his bondage, and my parents would finally feel proud that I was theirs. Jude and I came up with a plan to get those boys to confess. Jude would confront them, call them all sorts of names, and say he wasn't going to do any work for them anymore, making sure to list every single chore that he had been forced to do for years. I would hide in a locker, record everything, and send it to the school authorities. Our plan worked perfectly. And this was how Jude became my best friend. Unfortunately, something we couldn't foresee happened. One of those jerks had found out that I was the one who executed the plan that got them expelled and decided to leave a little gift for me before leaving school. On a dull, gloomy, and rainy morning, I woke up sad and angry, almost like I knew something bad was going to happen that day. Immediately, I got to school and I was called by the school officials. Apparently, one of those evil dudes had gotten a hold of my photos which Fidelis leaked and decided to get back at me by forwarding my indecent pictures to the school board. And guess who else? My red-eyed, head-shaking, disappointed parents. I knew I was going to be put in an orphanage at this point. There was no way my parents were going to take me home after that last straw had been pulled. I was suspended. You should know by now that I wasn't sorry. My parents didn't say anything on the ride home. I got home to see Jude waiting for us in the living room. Jude! I screamed as I ran and gave him a big hug. Where were you today? You won't believe what happened. I started narrating my ordeal to him. It's okay, Susan. I know. He gave me a sweet smile and a wink. That's exactly why I'm here. I told your parents everything. My dad finally spoke up. Jude told us you got into trouble because you were saving him from bullying. We're not happy that you decided to take pictures for wayward teenage boys, and we're hoping you never do it again. But we're really proud of you. You're a good friend, and Jude is lucky to have you. I almost shed tears. Does this mean you're happy I'm yours now? Huh? My dad asked, confused. The other day, you said you couldn't believe that I was... No! My dad cut me off. Oh my god, I'm so sorry for saying something so mean to you. I let my anger take a hold of me. Susan, you're perfect. Yes, you have some anger issues, and of course we'd like to change that. But please bear in mind that we'll always love you no matter what. My mom nodded in agreement. We all shared a hug and Jude stayed to eat dinner with us. By 9pm when Jude was ready to go, I walked him to his car. He said, resting one hand on his scrawny car. I want to tell you something, Susan. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I told him. He leaned forward and brushed his lips to mine. I'm in love with you, Susan. 
Will you do me the honor of being my girlfriend? He tried to give me a cool boy grin, but he failed. The grin was scrawny, just like him. Ew! I pushed him away. Heck no! Go home, Jude. He looked a little bit hurt, but I wasn't sorry. I was never sorry. He got into his car and sped off, as if he wanted to get as far away from me as possible. I went to my room, had a bath, and changed into my pajamas. I tried to go to bed, but I couldn't. Something was <laughs> nagging at my chest. By 11pm, I snuck out of the house as usual and drove straight to Jude's house. I threw stones at his window until he noticed and came outside. Yes, I whispered. Sorry, I don't think I quite got that. He smiled. I'll be your girlfriend, Jude. Dating Jude absolutely changed me. He taught me how to control my bad temper and how to think clearly before making decisions. I stopped doing crazy things whenever I was angry, but I never stopped being a genius evil planner. Just ask Fidelis. All right. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.